Welcome to A Mental Fitness for Moms, the podcast for high achieving moms who are balancing high earning careers and motherhood. So grab your favorite drink and let's do this. Hi, I'm Tiffany Spencer, registered nurse, mental fitness coach, and mama of two who used to live for the corporate ladder climbing until I experienced a nervous system breakdown in 2018. After working on my own mental health, I decided to walk away from it all and become the CEO of A Mindset by Design. Now I get to combine my medical background with emotional intelligence to help moms just like you achieve a true sense of self by overcoming stress and anxiety. Make sure you tune in each week and let this podcast be a refreshing reset for you, just like meeting your girlfriends for happy hour. Trust me, nothing's off limits. Welcome to a mental fitness for moms. Welcome to the next episode of mental fitness for moms. Today, I want to talk about a conditioned stress response. This is not something that I think gets a lot of, um, I, I guess, highlights when you think of stress or when you think of your body and your emotional responses to things. So that's kind of why I want to talk about it today. So most people, when you think of a stress response, you think of the fight or flight response. But many people do not know that the body can also respond to conditioned stress. So this means that the body can react to an event and a situation that are not dangerous, but are perceived as stressful. So let me back up for here just a second. So John B. Watson did an experiment with a child little, and they call him little Albert. And basically this child showed a no initial fear to this white rat. It's a fuzzy, cute little white rat. Oh, it's a pet. It's great. But then the rat was paired with a repeated loud noise and a scary noise. And the child would cry when the rat was present. So the child's fear also then started to generalize to other fuzzy white objects, cotton balls, bunnies, anything that was white and fuzzy. So prior to the conditioning, if you look at this as a whole, the white rat was actually a neutral stimulus. So there was no response. It was nothing. Everything was fine. It's a cute little pet. Not a big deal. There was no fear. The unconditioned stimulus was the loud clanging noises. So the child put rat together, loud noises. I have to have fear. So the brain subconsciously already started to put those things together. Now we have created a conditioned stimulus. So now it evokes fear every time the child is around these things. Same thing works for us. Now, this is what happens when we start to have phobias to things, right? So for an example, if you're walking down the street and you see uh, another person passing by and they have a dog, the dog's friendly, you say hi to the dog, you talk to your neighbor, whatever, and you go on about your day. Now, the next day, the dog may come up and you're trying to be nice and the dog bites you for any unknown reason. You now are going to condition yourself that that dog is stressful, that your body will automatically do that for you before it even happens. So when we think of conditioned stress responses, your body is already experiencing something that's stressful and it's going to start to wreak havoc on your mind and body before you can even do anything about it. The release of cortisol happens and your immune system starts to become affected and causes systemic inflammation. So one of the things that we have to remember is that stress responses are a learned response. You're not born with it. You're actually taught. it. (laughs) And I know, um, you know, if you think about as a child, all of the stressors that you went through, maybe it was, you know, for me, I know when I was going through brain retraining and I was looking at some of the stressors in my childhood, one of my stressors was when my husband came home and there was no reason to be stressed, but I was conditioned for when my stepfather would come home. I never knew what kind of mood he was going to be in. So as soon as I heard the garage door open or close, all of a sudden I would get this sinking feeling 
and my body would go into the stress response. And I little did I know that, you know, to this day, up until, you know, two, three years ago, that that was still bothering me. And it was every time my husband came home, it was like, I had to act like I was doing something, I had to act like I was busy, because, you know, that was what I was conditioned to, and it brought on a lot of stress. So this is also called classical conditioning, right? This is, you know, we, our bodies have been trained to associate certain stimuli with the fight or flight reaction. And, one of the things that we need to remember is that we don't want to push these feelings off as quote unquote normal and allow ourselves to kind of forget about them because they tend to kind of crop up <laughs> um, over and over and over again throughout our lifetime. And what we're doing is strengthening the response. So from what I had in childhood, from when my stepdad would come home and not knowing what kind of mood he was going to be in, and I had to make things perfect, or I felt like I had to make things perfect for him to be happy with me, I could see that I was doing the same thing with my husband. And I know he didn't notice it, but I noticed it. So as a result, my limbic system was always on high alert. It's like, oh, okay, wait a minute, my husband's coming home. I have to do these things. Now, he never pressured me to do that, but that was what was happening subconsciously. So this eventually can lead to, you know, depending on the stressors can lead to overwhelm, anxiety, and panic. Now, classical conditioning can also happen through what they call operant conditioning. And this is where we learn to associate particular behaviors with specific consequences. And this is when we shut down our responses and hide from, you know, this is when we tend to shut down from our responses and hide from the emotions that we have. And we develop phobias. Again, go back to the dog. If you were bitten by the dog, you're going to avoid you know, initially, you're going to avoid places with, you know, the street with the dog on it, you then might just start to avoid other places like the dog park or places where animals might be. And it may transcend from animals, to, you know, dogs to other sorts of animals, it could be you don't want to go to the zoo anymore, it could be that, you know, you are fearful of cats, it could the behavior tends to continue. And it will turn into a full what they call a full fledged phobia at that point. So when you look at conditioning yourself to be less stressed, this is where things, you know, if you feel like it's out of control, you first need to understand how your body is responding to this different situation. You might be surprised that an overactive stress response is happening. I know, like I said, it wasn't until I started looking at my stress responses and I was looking at my day-to-day -day behaviors. I was like, gosh, every time my husband comes home, I'm like, I'm so stressed and you know, when I was working through these things, I was like, why am I stressed? And I started kind of looking at the root issues and, and times that I was like, did, has this ever happened to me before? Again, this is part of self-awareness. And again, I connected it to when I was a child. Now, again, my husband was not a threat, but I deemed him as a threat as he was coming home because that's what I had in my childhood. So Again, these are things that happen over and over again. And it can happen anywhere. It could be your boss. It could be your coworker. It could be the stressful commute to work. It could be large crowds. It could be any number of things where you've had a stressful event before. And now you've been conditioned that it's always going to be stressful. Again, awareness is what helps you get out of these moments. It's relaxation techniques, it's tools, it's looking through your emotions, kind of going back to times that were similar and kind of completing or kind of working through the trauma response that happens with that. And again, secondly, is finding toolboxes for relaxation purposes. This could be something as, you know, cue control words. I use these a lot with my clients. It's three specific words that when you say them, when you're in a relaxed state, you 
use them over and over again for about 30 days. And when you use these cue control words when you're in a calm state for about 30 days, you then move into saying those words when you're not in a calm state. And it's something you can say quickly in your head and it will bring your body down a notch. So it will kind of help you work through a stress response. Your body has already associated those three words with being calm. And so when you're out in a stressful situation, if I say I'm calm, I'm centered and I'm grounded, my body knows, oh, hey, wait, we don't need to go in a flight or flight response. She's actually okay. She's telling us it's okay. So these are one of the techniques that I use a lot. So your technique toolbox should be self-awareness techniques like, hey, when have I experienced this response before? Emotional identification. You want to identify the emotions that you felt. Could it be scared? Could it be lonely? Could it be fearful? Could it be helpless or hopeless? And then we want to look at our belief identification. How do I feel about the situation? I feel like I have to be busy. I feel like I can't walk down the street. I feel like I'm not safe. And we start looking at how we can regulate ourselves. And working through these toolboxes, the stressors tend to go away. So one of the questions I always get is, if I conditioned myself to stress, can I recondition myself? And that is absolutely true. You no longer have to suck it up, but you can actually learn how to recondition yourself again through self-awareness, self-regulation, and, and then lastly, behavior modification. I think this is missed by a lot of coaches out there where we'll talk about certain pieces like, oh, you should do meditation. Oh, you should do these things. Or, oh, you should say some affirmations to yourself, but we're not really working through the stages of how the body responds. So self-awareness, self-regulation, behavior modification. And, you know, behavior modification is actually working through the stressors incrementally. So you're going to incrementally train. Avoidance is probably the worst thing you could do. I know when I had my nervous system collapse, um, shortly before that, I went to see a, a naturopath and I was having thyroid issues. I was having a bunch of other issues and I was deemed that I had all of these things wrong and I began to be very fearful and avoidance. Um, I was told I had all these food sensitivities. I was told, um, you know, that I had mold exposure. I was told I had gut issues. I was, you know, I had to stay away from all these foods. I was ordering, you know, I live in the Midwest and I was ordering duck eggs from California, which was like $50 for like 12 eggs because I couldn't eat regular chicken eggs. And so one of the things that I did was I went from a conditioned response to now avoidance behavior. And with the avoidance behavior, I was training my nervous system that everything was a problem, which then led to agoraphobia for me for about a year and a half where I couldn't, and my world started to shrink very quickly and my panic disorder began to increase. So one of the things that we need to do on the back end is that graduated exposure therapy incrementally training through this. And so eventually you can rewire yourself through the stressor and have more of a controlled environment. So managing stress is an essential part of living life, right? There's some things that we can manage. Um, there's some things that may be a little bit more difficult because we need to find the root cause, but it can be dealt with effectively. You don't have to sit through a response like this anymore. And it could be something as simple as your husband having a loud voice or your boss coming down on you and you remember your teacher doing that when you were a child. All of these things 
provoke a subconscious stress response that you're not even aware of. And again, the stress response releases cortisol. You start to have um, health problems, more anxiety, more depression. Uh, the list goes on and on. It could be blood pressure problems, heart rate problems, diabetes. There's all kinds of things that this, you know, the cortisol release can, you know, have an effect on your physical health. So when you're looking at a condition stress response, or if you want to look for condition stress responses, look at for some of the things that you have that you notice throughout your day. Again, you may not like the tone that your boss says to you or puts you down. Or, you know, when I worked in medical device sales, I worked in a very male dominated area. And I remember conversations where I was like, did he just say that to me? Like I was very offended. And those things I automatically, I was put on the defensive. And, you know, those were all things that I had conditioned myself to be stressed. So when you are looking at these parts and pieces, I want you to then look at the next piece is being aware and then looking at your emotions. How does it make you feel? Again, when somebody's putting me down, I then automatically go to imposter syndrome or I'm automatically go to these things. All the while I'm experiencing anxiety, I'm experiencing imposter syndrome and depression and all of these things that I'm not even aware of. And they're subconsciously happening before I can even get to them. So very much a conditioned stress response can be rewired and retrained. So you do not identify with those things anymore. If you want more information, I encourage you to go to our coaching programs at a mindset by design, again, www.amindsetbydesign.com, a mindset by design.com and check out our programs. We have our doors are open right now for our one-to-one coaching programs and our group coaching programs. And these are some of the things that we're going to actually go through um, and help you rewire your thought process around them and rewire your brain to no longer affect, be affected by these things. So I hope this episode was powerful for you. If it was, let me know and uh, we'll be back next week. Thank you. Oh my goodness. You just finished another episode of Mental Fitness for Moms. <laughs> if this show was powerful for you, I definitely want to hear about it. So take a minute, leave a review, or hey, hit me up in the DMs on Instagram at Tiffany Spencer Official with your biggest takeaway. I love hearing from my viewers. I want to leave you with one final note though. Remember, your mental fitness starts with a decision to do the work and you're leaning into it, mama. So I'll see you on the next episode.